All right, here we are. Common Sense Ohio. What about Ohio makes you scream common sense? Well, i tell you what it is. The Roundtable right here at Channel 511 coming at you with another episode of Common Sense Ohio. I usually start out with a date, but I started out with Common Sense Ohio this time. So the date actually is February 10, 2023. And, you know, somebody was telling me, some my father-in-law, in fact, he was like, you know, it looks like winter's about over now. And I... <laughs> I wish. I, w- I wouldn't say it's completely <laughs> over, but you know, I feel like we are on the back end of it. So here we go. Uh, spring's right around the corner. I've noticed up in my law firm that uh, you know February is like I'm out of the horse latitude. You know, all of a sudden I've the doldrums are done. Uh, I've used two different parts of the globe, but the 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 idea is everything is so quiet in January as far as uh, activity going on out in the entertainment world. In February it starts to pick up. By the time March comes around, we're rocking and rolling, man. You got. Uh, is the Arnold happening this year here in Ohio? I don't know. You know, I haven't heard anything about that yet. I don't know. I have to double check. Leave it to DeWine and the pandemic yeah. shutdowners to screw that one up. But um, yeah. well, d- didn't the founder pass away last year? The, of uh, the, the guy who started it. With, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the guy who started it in Columbus, the the powerhouse guy. He, I with, think he uh, did. Uh, yeah, um, but I don't know whether that affected the show or not. Well, I, yeah, it, but, pro- but, it probably because he was he was partners with uh, you know right. with Arnold. Yeah, with but Arnold always liked Columbus. I mean, he always liked yeah. Ohio. So I, hopefully that's yeah. back. But the point is, is Mar- that March second through fifth. All right, so we so, got it. So it you know, the point is, is that uh, life's about to resume, and yep. uh, we're going to be right here with it, giving you all the common sense analysis that you would want. And you know, people have asked me what the heck is common sense, Ohio. And I say it's just that. It's three dudes sitting at the round table, bringing in their perspectives, and doing our best to to employ our God-given gifts. And I call them gifts not because we have them, but because we all humans have it. It's called common sense. We have the ability to look at problems and try to figure them out. Some of us are better at other problems or some problems, and some are better at other problems. But that's the idea here is we bring a common sense approach to everything. Now, Norm, you're the exception. You're good at everything, and you love everybody. Right. I'm, I'm like Rush. I have talent on loan from God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know we, we the three of us are better uh with half our brain tied behind our back is that, that i is need the other, the other half really bad <laughs> yeah. you know? i really do someday that, so. that was the other rushism yeah. <laughs> all right so uh god bless rush we got nor has got like two hours anybody who doesn't understand this yet if it's your first time tuning in you must have gone to commonsenseohioshow.com to find it or, or somewhere else but uh what usually happens here is that norm comes uh norm comes equipped with handwritten notes. Right. This time in orange with a peel sitting on the desk and lots to talk about. So normal let's have it. And, and Steve and I have one story probably, which is good, but yeah, you've got the, you got the no, remainder. No, no, yeah. hey, you know, here's, That's okay. here's the thing. I, I, lo- I always like to say up front that I love everybody because usually what happens during the course of the show is we go through, you know, a complete list of uh, despicables. And uh, or as Hillary would call them, deplorables, uh, it, it, you know, and so it sounds like we're we're poor mouthing people the whole show. But actually, I love all of these people that I'm poor mouthing, um, but some of them are truly despicable people. And I know that that confuses non-Christian practitioners, but you can love people that you politically despise. It is possible, and I do it every day. Well, and, you know, love thy neighbor, right? But it That's doesn't right. mean you have to go have dinner with him every night. That's right. But I would like to start out with a person uh, who passed away this week that I truly did love and never met this person, uh, Demetrius Stanley. Oh, mm-hmm. what, I saw that. What a sad yeah. situation. Sad situation. But let, let's tell people who Demetrius is. It's been a while since he uh, won the Rose Bowl uh, back in 1996. 
as Ohio State University Buckeyes top receiver that year. Uh, some Somewhere around 900 yards and 13 touchdowns in that final uh, season. Um, they beat Arizona State out there and uh, at, you know, in Pasadena, won the Rose Bowl. Um, they beat Jake the Snake. Remember that? Yeah. 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 That, that quarterback was Jake something or other. Yeah. Joe Germain threw uh, Demetrius a pass for 67 yards and he went another five and uh, 72 yard uh, gain. Um, fan, so he's best known for that particular play here locally. Went to Worthington, Ohio. Uh, Thomas Worthington, raised in Worthington, Ohio, uh, which is a, uh, a bedroom community of Columbus, Ohio. Played three seasons with the uh, Canadian Football League. But, uh, I mean, for those that don't know, uh, he, he was African-American. Uh, he was a Republican. He was probably the most intellectually amazing local personality I had ever come across and, you know, listened to him both uh, on radio and uh, he was a, a sports uh, contributor at Channel 6 WSYX here in, in Columbus. Um, he ran for city council in 2015 as a Republican, um, did not get elected, but his platform was absolutely I mean, this guy needed to be elected. It's so sad he wasn't because his platform was, if you can believe this is all pre-BLM, pre-Antifa, right? It was police relations with the inner city, predominantly black and Hispanic communities. Um, He believed in trying to bring high-tech companies to Ohio, but instead of in a green field out in Licking County, you know, downtown where there's brown fields not green fields but brown fields that could be developed you know and you mean brown fields like uh polluted you, polluted t- you don't polluted. mean that in the in the literal environmental sense you absolutely brown field development is a whole industry just go look at uh, buster bureau of underground storage so, tank removal and there are and the epa and everything else there are development programs where the epa waves its magic wand and says okay because you're going to bring in 4,000 jobs. We're not going to make you pull every little fiber of asbestos out of the ground. We're going to let you go ahead and put down a concrete pad over the brownfield, and it doesn't have to get completely cleaned up in order to have a facility. Well, or they will. They're, they're, or they'll pay for yeah, it. This what, is, whatever. The government will subsidize right. cleans, cleanups of brownfields. And instead, you make such a great point. Either way. And we're shifting from Demetrius, and we'll get back to him. But you make such a great point. Is well, that, this is his point. That, that's yeah. why I'm saying he was yeah. a great man. This guy was ahead of his time. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great stuff. Um, so. He <laughs> also believed that not every... Now, here's a guy who went to Ohio State, four-year letterman at Ohio State, and a businessman, very bright guy. And yet he was pushing opportunities for vocational ed, you know, your micro kind of philosophy, because not everybody's going to go to college. So that was the third, if you will, a leg of his platform running for city council. Yep. And just, you know, uh, hey, a swing and a miss voters of, of, of Columbus. You really, I mean, how could you not elect him is beyond me. But uh, at any rate, um, this guy, as I said, African-American, he was 
to the right of Attila the Hun on a lot of issues. He, he uh, on on radio, he'd be on radio with uh, I don't know Bob, he was Blazer, he, he, well, he was or a Blazer Cor- for a long time, or, Corp- yeah, yeah, or Corby, any of those guys. He'd be on radio with those guys, and he would stun them, stun them with his conservatism. He was against reparations. He was vociferous about BLM and Antifa being completely destructive to the culture. Um, he was anti-affirmative action. It, it believed that it did nothing but create more seeds for racism by stripping other people who, uh, uh, of, of, of immutable characteristics. I can't change my color. Steve and Brett can't change theirs. The listeners can't change their color. And yet we are now into a post civil rights era where we're choosing who to give jobs and promotions to based on gender and immutable characteristics like their skin color. And Demetrius Stanley was a giant in this debate locally about that is wrong. It is wrong. It is, there's nothing, it it is as racist to do that as it was what Bull Connor and the anti-black racists we're doing back in the 40s and 50s. Yep. And he understood that. He understood that it led to nowhere but destruction, envy, anger, and reverse racism and creates seeds for neo-Nazism and the Klan. It's, it's just, it's just it, it, he was a magnificent person. And his best quote, guys, and then I'll be quiet here. So he died at 48 of prostate cancer after a, a four-year battle. His best quote was, love yourself first, because only then can you love others. And that was all about forgiving yourself, because we're all sinners. And this guy was a very deep Christian. So anyway, God bless you, Demetrius Stanley. You'll be missed. I never met you. I wish I had. Uh, I feel like I'm a friend of yours strictly through this medium of radio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I was always impressed with them and and – amazed at what came out of his mouth you know because it has nothing to do but with the typical okay he's a football player right he had a brain you know and and that was that was that's what broke it down for me is like okay this this dude's this this dude's smart yeah exactly i had um i used to go work out at a place called um snap fitness it it uh Right there on Arlington Avenue and in, in old old Upper Arlington, I, I started going there at like five in the morning, and uh, this is going back probably a decade, and I sort of had my great transformation of fitness and got in shape and, and did whatever. Demetrius is always in there training. To he didn't train me, but my buddy and I would go in there at the same time, and it was always about five four thirty five in the morning. He was in there training two other guys that were probably in their fifties. I was probably in my four, early forties at the time, and. Um, I just got to, I, we got to know him, you know, cause we were, they were the only people in there and they were doing their thing. We were doing our thing. And I remember one time he's just like, look guys, are you getting results you want to get? And he was not just talking to his guys, but us too. And he goes, because you know, you got to close that kitchen down six o'clock <laughs> at six o'clock after dinner, man, close that kitchen down. And, uh, but yeah. I, I just got to, I got to know him a little bit, not that he would know me, but I just got to sort of, to watch him operate in a world that was not on TV or on the radio or whatever. And what a down to earth, genuine guy he was. I yeah. mean, just a, like had his own problems, had his own family, had whatever, like his own issues, but uh, just really, really genuine guy and, and cared to help people. I mean, fabulous guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he mm. really was. Yeah. Uh, they, 
I read some comments. The Columbus uh, Police Department, I guess, brought him in to do some fitness training. And he had that kind of magnetic personality where um, they mentioned when he was running for city council that um, police officers would say, we don't think that people in the inner city really understand what we're allowed to do, what what policing really legally is, and they were they were deeply, they were passionately hoping that he was going to get elected because they saw him as the ambassador, potentially between the local community and city government, and wouldn't that have been a thing? Yeah, wow. right before yeah. George Floyd, you know, like that would have been a thing. It would have yeah. been. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it could have that could have changed the scope of what we saw happen here. That's exactly right. It could so have. He, this wow. guy and an Ohio guy, just like that. Yeah, uh, an Ohio guy. Yeah. yeah, right. Just like that. Played yep. for Ohio State and raised in Ohio in yep. Worthington. So anyway, yep. um, some um, some other uh, things that are not so great, uh, I suppose. Uh, since you brought up Upper Arlington, uh, latching on to a a a, a series of uh, podcasts that we've done. Uh, about this accuracy and media undercover video. Of course, they did that in Upper Arlington as well, and it came out a couple of weeks ago. It was national TV uh, on Fox and, and you know other other uh, uh, cable outlets covered this very thoroughly. Uh, that um, Upper Arlington school officials were entrapped i guess or however you want to put it but uh, there were uh, videographers posing as parents that wanted to relocate to upper arlington and ask them about sidestepping the crt prohibitions and the upper arlington officials said um well listen you know i can't say this publicly but i'll say it on hidden video uh that essentially we we will trick uh, the parents, uh, we, we will teach your kids CRT. The, the, the videographers were posing as, as parents that were pro CRT and they, and they acted as if they were concerned that their kids weren't going to get that, uh, that, uh, treatment. And, uh, the officials assured them that they would, they just wouldn't call it CRT. They would call it something else. And so a couple hundred parents showed up at upper Arlington school board meeting this week and just threw a hissy fit over this entire thing. So I don't know what's going to come out of it, but there could be a couple resignations or firings. Yeah, and you know this is going to be this is going to be big news, and I suspect you're going to start seeing this stuff across the country too. Again, so as goes Ohio, so so goes everybody else. We're right from the middle. But uh, I know Hilliard also has a lawsuit pending. Uh, I think there's been a lawsuit filed against the school district out in Hilliard for something similar uh, regarding uh, right. Um, uh, trans kids and, and and how they're doing Correct. how they're dealing yeah. with that. Yeah. So you, you know these are the two big issues. You've got the this transgender issue, which all of a sudden out of nowhere land, uh, everybody thinks that uh, the parents are all wrong and and the schools know better. And then you've got this CRT thing on the curriculum. It's like uh, you know they're not going to just because they call it one thing, they're not going to stop teaching what they want to teach. And you know I, if this is a surprise to anybody. Well, then wake up, right? Yeah, you right. Know, you, you know, it, my dad always said that, and I think this came from the Kennedys, it's like you, you know, they were educated at the dinner table. Um, and, and this only punctuates the need for a for family involvement, parental involvement in what your kids are doing. And I think to some extent COVID 
uh, this, after all the bad stuff that happened, to some extent, COVID sort of gave parents an opportunity to sort of say, wait a minute, what are they, uh, my kids in the background on Zoom, what what are they teaching? Right. You know, it's yeah. like all of a sudden, or they heard others complaining about what the kids are teaching and it woke up their friends. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying that everybody agrees that you should not teach critical race theory, but not everybody agrees that you should teach critical race theory. And these debates ought to happen in the public forum. Yeah. Right. There should well, be transparency. Yeah. And I, I guess I'm going to look at it a little bit differently that, you know, the scenario of the undercover parents coming in and doing the video and, and the conversation, it's hard. I guess I'm looking at it as, is this going to have a chilling effect of even more that the, the administration and the parents don't talk because, OK, all of a sudden the administration got tricked. And, and, and it stops conversation because the conversation needs to continue. And I know this is reporting. It it has to happen in some fashion. But, okay, now all of a sudden administration goes, we're not talking to parents anymore. They're yeah. going to bring a camera in. Yeah. So th- they made us look like assholes, <laughs> even though we're doing what we're saying we're doing. I, I'm not I'm not defending sure. that. But it's one of those, okay, we're chilling that conversation even more now. It, it, it's like um, not G. Gordon Liddy. Who was the head of the FBI for years and years and years, Norm? Um J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover. It's like Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover had like secret files on everybody because he had everybody yes, bugged he and mm-hmm. he was watching Spiner, but he never told anybody because as soon as they found out they were being spied upon, they would stop talking and he would lose the information. And uh, it's sort of like that. It's like now it, the cat's out of the bag. But I would much rather have transparency. I'd much rather air this out in the sunshine. Exactly. So if the school yeah. board's not going to talk about it, guess what's going to happen? Parents are going to start coming into the school yeah. and listening. And they're, 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 yeah. they're like, they guess what? Every family has a spy. Yeah, and sure, and sure, and, and that's true for sure. Because because I, I was I, I was always surprised when the kids came home and talking about that they heard their teachers talking about politics and they knew mm-hmm. exactly what each teacher, if they were Republican or Democrat, I could tell you to a T. I could not tell you any of my teachers' po- political leanings when I went to school. Looking back, I, think I, I could, could guess. I could probably guess, but at the time, but I, had I no might idea. be wrong. I might be completely mm-hmm. wrong though. At the time, I had no idea. No what? idea, and don't care. And I, when they came home talking about that, going, why, what? Why would you even know? Why was it brought up right, that you are, you know your teacher's Democrat, or Democratic and, or Republican leanings? That's right. not part of what needs right. to happen. And here's the problem. And, and some of this I saw at the State of the Onion the other day. Um, it's like they <laughs> – State of the Onion. They, Beautiful. They, they operate – they don't think it's political because they think they're right. They think that yeah. they're – Exactly. They think that they're, they're – narrative exactly. and version and perception of the world is correct so it's not political to promote it it is the truth also they believe that their tactics no matter how outrageous are justified because what they believe is the truth yes okay so they believe end justifies the means yeah. now in journalism school we call this tactic ambush journalism okay and so when I was in college, journalism school, uh, th- 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 we would <laughs> observe things like 60 Minutes where Dan Rather would go undercover or, you know, his his uh, his uh, co-guests or co- co-hosts on uh, 60 Minutes uh, would do this uh, undercover and you know, and it was a famous sixty minutes tactic mm-hmm. to to go into a businessman's office or a government official's office or the Pentagon, you know, general, whatever, and get them to say something off the record, but yet on camera, and then to boom, expose it, 
you know, it's the same kind of thing, but now you have conservatives doing it instead of liberals. And now the tactic, now right? It's a problem. Now, now the now tactic, problem, yeah. the tactic is being attacked. But sure. yet, you know, people people did this forever. So wow. um, this this came out with uh, Project Veritas. And, exactly. And their, uh, their, same thing. Their um, Pfizer, their abortion, abortion people, the people, Pfizer people. We're going to sell baby parts of the aborted fetuses and all that kind of stuff was on camera. And then people are mad at the method. In, rather than being mad mm-hmm. at the person yeah. doing the, you know, saying saying something it's outrageous. It's like you catch your spouse cheating. How dare you spy on me? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. The table's turned. Exactly. I guess, yeah. I guess this other story that's kind of, this is good, bad. Well, I mean, I don't know how it could be bad. I guess it's good. So LeBron James is a person I don't particularly like. Uh, I love him, but I don't like him. Uh, it, 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 last night became the all-time NBA uh, score. Of of all in history, so you know has outstripped uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, you know way past Michael Jordan, et cetera, et cetera. So all-time leading scorer, and of course he is from Ohio, and uh, want to mention that um, <laughs> his movie was a bust uh, that last year, the Disney movie where where he tried to reprise the role of Michael Jordan in. Uh, you know, I believe I can fly. Whatever that ridiculous, yeah, yeah. you know, movie with uh, Bugs Bunny, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, there's just some movies you leave alone. We've talked yeah. about this uh, odd infinite. Yeah, right. You don't touch that one either. Right. I mean, come on, why? Right. It, it, e- easy. How could Steve Martin do? You know, Inspector Clouseau. I know, right, Steve? I'm, what were you thinking? Other than I'm, just a contractual obligation yeah, exactly. or something? What? I don't know. What were I you mean, thinking? There's only one Pink Panther franchise. Right. That's leave, it. Leave it alone. Blake alone. Edwards nailed it. Yeah, and uh, it's done. Know, it, it's almost like the only one I can think of that's ever had any success with the shape shifting, and it's just the very nature of it is James Bond. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. now now still there's there's some eras that other like you know your parents' parents might like. Right. Uh, James uh, Bond. Connery. James but, Bond is a little stuck on a couple of things because back in the bad old days, right, they had no problem showing that the main enemies were Russians, right? Right. right. And now, now it's Chinese communists, right? Or like, but like, there's like nothing mysterious in the world. But even <laughs> but back in the day, there's they no had James Bond, uh, you know, uh, evil commie China guy. Uh, it, but, they but they the haven't original, done that. The original Ian Fleming, they had Spectre. It was like this world organization of well, crime, which is a lot like the World Economic Forum. The way but I they can also see did. <laughs> they also did straight up Russian. Later on, they did KGB. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. from Russia with love. I mean, oh, like, come on, man. Yeah, from Russia with love yeah. and uh, yeah. Spy Who Loved Me. It was all the Roger Moore era. Was that kind of uh, absolutely? But that's when we were fighting the Russians. Well, uh. Chinese you know, Chinese balloon just went over the. I think we're fighting the Chinese right <laughs> did, now. Did did the Chinese balloon go over Ohio? I don't. I have not. I don't seen know. A, I have not seen a trace. But if we want to yeah. get into that, the former mayor of Dayton, Ohio, Mike Turner, has been a congressman since twenty twenty one, or excuse me, since uh, twenty, geez, two thousand and one. Um, former mayor of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, is now the uh, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. And he has been uh, making news recently. He was on um, with uh, Chuck Todd on, uh, gosh, what is that, Face the Nation or whatever it is, on Sunday. And he said the following, that if you put an X on every super sensitive nuclear Related weapons site in the United States, 
and then you overlaid the track of that balloon, he said it went through all the X's. Of course. I mean, why yeah. not spy on the he said it, manager? He yeah, said it went. That's awesome. Yeah. He said it went. And then about the shoot down in, in South Carolina's uh, off the coast, he said it's a little like tackling the quarterback after the game is over. It just doesn't. <laughs> so yeah. the Which only I thing, thought was here. Yeah. Here's here's my fir- my first thought on this was, and and this is the this is the truth. I thought, I maybe that by maybe it's true that Biden didn't shoot it down because he was using it to get his own intel somehow. You know, it's like somehow there's like this movie scenario where we've reversed it. We've let them spy on us so we yeah. can supply them bad information. Spy versus spy. But it's right. not yeah. the case. It's just... <laughs> right. Like the newspaper yeah, thing. It's, it's like when Trump for- was president. A lot of guys would say, oh, no, he's so he's a lot smarter than that. There's no right. way. He's going to have this, this, and this. Three-dimensional like, chess. It's like, no, 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 no. Mr. Spock. These guys are just I, I incompetent. It. Right. These, no. these guys are just humans. They're not superhumans. Straight up dumb. And, and, and Biden is just incompetent. He did not want to piss off the Chinese. And so he didn't shoot down the balloon. So he came up with this ridiculous excuse that the falling debris might harm a human being or... or, In Alaska. Yeah, or over Montana. You know, like... It flew over Alaska first. Yes. And we knew it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. Just... And then they spun. See, this is is like Orwellian crap, man. Or Pravda. They spun the narrative that, well, balloons also flew when Trump was president, which it turns out they might have, but we didn't know. And right. you know, and you you can come up with all sorts of criticism for not knowing if that's the case. Well, here's how delusional Biden is. Yesterday, he was interviewed on the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, Judy Woodruff. No. So she, she she had him in a one to one interview, and she said, "Well, Mr. Biden, uh, has this changed our relationship with the uh, ch- with the communist Chinese?" <laughs> I mean, and he and he looked right back at her, and he said, "No." Absolutely not. Hasn't changed our relationship in an iota. And she said, well, how do you know? And he said, well, I just know. And she said, well, have you talked to, you know, any of them? Chairman Xi. And and he said, oh, yeah, I've talked to Chairman Xi. And then he muttered under that, but not this week. And you're, you're just like, he said well, the quiet then, part literally out loud, like, dude. This has uh, this has affected so, our relationship. So the, this, you're in denial. Did this has this affected your like that happened this week? Yeah, right, Mr. President. But you haven't talked to him this week, right, so. and he said, "Well, but my employees have." Oh yeah, I'm okay. sure. Okay, yeah, whoever's running the country because it's not this guy. Because <laughs> it's Jeez. the other thing wow. that uh, Mike Turner, uh, 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 U.S. Congressman from Dayton, Ohio, Chairman of House Intel, and Jim Jordan. Uh, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, uh, another congressman from Columbus, Ohio. They both have uh, held hearings. They both have uh, Jordan into the Hunter Biden laptop, and they both have sent out letters probably going to have hearings with these 51 Intel officials who signed a letter before the 2020 and you mean, you election. mean intelligence officials, not Intel, the company, right? Yeah. That intelligence yeah. officials, yep. who, various, they, they all signed the thing that Biden referenced in his debate, published yeah. in the New York Times, a yep. letter to the public saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Yeah, okay? How did you know that? So Jim and uh, Mike Turner are Jim Jordan and Mike Turner are bring. They want those guys to come into the hearings and explain themselves. See, these guys use this logic. It, it, it to me, it sounds like the old cigarette advertisements. Like, well, ninety out of a hundred doctors smoke camels, and, and and you hear like these guys are all like, well, there's a consensus on this. A hundred intelligence officials. I remember right. hearing this thinking, 
What a bunch of nonsense. How would they know? Yeah. How would right. they know? Exactly. Well, and if it's if it's all nonsense, well, then let's see what it is. Listen, if mm-hmm. they wanted to endorse Joe Biden for president, why didn't the 51 of them just sign that letter and just say, listen, we don't know anything about Hunter Biden's laptop, but we think Joe Biden is a better presidential candidate than Donald Trump. Just, just, just say that. Instead, yeah. instead, they're trying to explain away a, a, a laptop which contained information that the president and his family were engaged in selling influence to foreign governments. So this Duh. is, this I mean, is, I'm sorry, but that's what it said. When you defend mm-hmm. people charged with crimes, when, when I defend people charged, anybody who's done this knows, and this is a bit of an overstatement, but we always say, look, the cover-up is worse than the crime. And we're not saying that the conduct of the cover-up is worse than the crime. We're saying in the context of what we're trying to do, we're trying to mount a defense we, we always say, like, the cover-up is worse than the crime. And we're not saying that the conduct of the cover-up is worse than the crime. We're not saying that. But what we're saying is that when you're trying to defend a case, when you're trying to mount a defense in a courtroom, and your client has engaged in conduct after the alleged crime to cover it up, it's very difficult to overcome that evidence. Juries, common sense will tell you that that is a guilty conscience. This is O.J. flying to New York with a Band-Aid on his hand. And, you right. know, it's like, mm-hmm. this is the kind and a, of stuff. And a disguise kit. In a disguise kit, right? <laughs> right. You know, this is, the cover-up is very difficult to overcome. And here it mm. looked like a cover-up. Because if if, mm. it, if the laptop did not, does not, contain information that links Joe Biden to getting paid off by a bunch of Ukrainians or Chinese or whoever else, then why do you give a crap? Yeah. Why you, do you care? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is somebody literally sitting on this laptop? Where does it exist? Uh, there, well, the hard drive, the, the FBI has the original hard drive. They do. Okay. The, I, I lost track. The Apple. The, yeah, so Christopher Ray has the original hard drive, the Apple store owner where Hunter abandoned the computer after he repaired it. And then of course the guy has a, you know, he, he has the right to repossess it. When, when a bill isn't paid. Hunter, okay, okay. Hunter, and, and Hunter is complaining about this now. He's filed a lawsuit for defamation, by yeah. the way. But, <laughs> but under the, under the uh, what would it be called, the bailment laws of, of the state of Delaware, wherever this was, the Apple guy took possession of it. He copied the hard drive before he gave it to the FBI so that he had a copy to give to his lawyer. And, uh, you oh, know, it okay. got out there because he decided – since the FBI did not act on it, they still haven't acted on it. The FBI had not done anything with it. The election was coming up. He gave another copy to Rudy Giuliani, who very much did, <laughs> then handed off to uh, like the New York Post and uh, the Daily Mail and various outlets where uh, the journalists in those cases did uh, definitely use the uh, contents. Okay. Well, and this is news in any world oh come on i mean right come yeah. On. The, yeah hunter yeah. biden's yeah. laptop uh after yeah. all the stuff that other came it's like this is news and yeah. and, and to, to squelch it it's just it, it, it's maddening to me it's maddening right. that the that there are the justice department wouldn't look at this because they're concerned about its impact on a political election right which is what this is and i'm not yeah. saying there's anything powerful or damning or whatever on the laptop but it sure as hell looks that way because of the cover-up because well, they make um, too much and who can it. forget the previous election i mean the fbi now has basically determined the outcome of two elections uh, the previous election right they saved hillary's ass yep. by by saying even though she destroyed 
top secret information and, and didn't uh, and didn't uh, contain it on official servers, but had her own server. That's gross, man. That's just unbelievable. And and uh, and you had Comey coming out with this press conference that said, "Well, she didn't have any intent to break the law." When that is not an element of the crime. It's not for him to decide well, what whether or not she had intent. The espionage and the in the top secret laws in in the in the United States, the one thing they don't contain, they they're not there has there is no requirement for intent. Well, there sort of is. Let me explain this. I was just going to ask, is there? Not, yeah. not on national security. Yeah, there is. The, but the intent isn't. No, right. the submarine guy with the, the, the switches in the background. Oh, hold on a second. He, so, he, so he, went, he went to Leavenworth. There was no there's, intent. There's different kinds of intent. Okay, baby. All right. So if you're going to commit a crime, like I'm going to commit an assault, it means knowingly cause or attempt to cause serious physical or physical or, or serious physical harm to another. And so if I assault somebody, I have to do it knowingly. That's the criminal mens rea. That's the intent. But- what what the distinction that people are making on this, and this is this is bothering me because I I do what I do for a living, is like there is no specific intent necessary to use the information that you have stored uh, incorrectly for spy purposes or for uh, espionage purposes, but there still has to be intent to commit the act. So there is a knowingly uh, uh, component to what Hillary was doing. So that means that she wasn't it wasn't an accident or mistake or uh, let's just say that my computer upstairs uh, is is set up by my, my IT guy to automatically save files to a server in my basement just as a backup. And I'm not even paying attention to that's happening. It's just sort of happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not doing that knowingly. Um, so if the crime doesn't require any intent, then I could be prosecuted for that. But if the, if the crime requires a knowingly mens rea, then I have to have some understanding that what I'm doing is resulting in that outcome. But it's not specific intent necessarily to commit espionage. So Hillary had to act knowingly. She had to act, and she did act knowingly. She did act. She knowingly stored files on that server. She admitted as much. And then she said, "Well, I didn't think it was a problem." But the act itself was done knowingly. But it it did it, it, it. No proof was required that she had to do it knowingly with the specific purpose to uh, give others outside her server access to the information for nefarious reasons. Well, the point is that the head of the FBI came out and absolved her rather than a prosecutor deciding whether or not to charge her. Sure. It was the FBI that said, yeah. well, we're yeah. not going to bring charges, and I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, what well, they, that's interesting. What they did, yeah. Norm, was worse. <laughs> what they did was worse. She did act with the requisite criminal intent. She did. Because she stored files that she knew were being stored in a place, in a manner, in a way that was against the law. She did that knowingly. Comey comes out and says, well, you know, since there was no intent to uh, actually spy with it, or there was no specific intent or whatever it is, he used wishy-washy words, uh, so we're not going to do anything about it. What he did is he changed the definition of the crime Mm -hmm. to make it more uh, difficult to commit. Um, the idea here is you want to protect against people in te- knowingly and intentionally storing data in violation of the security rules of the United States of America. You don't want you, that doesn't require that they do that with the specific purpose of spying, because the problem is once the information leaves the secure setting of the government, automatically it 
dilutes our security efforts and gives others more access to that information that we don't have control over. So she did it knowingly, and you wonder what the hell she was doing it knowingly for. Well, you you can imagine the the uh, the disparity in the vote totals between Hillary and Trump would have been far greater had the FBI referred this you know to a prosecutor and let the prosecutor and a grand jury decide whether or not you bet you know I mean it would have been a so they saved her ass that election was a lot closer than it otherwise would have been and then the FBI did, did virtually the same thing. On this, uh, on this uh, laptop, on uh, on the Russia collusion uh, theory, a, a lot of things involving Trump in his bid for re-election. So that yep. I mean, we have we have a spy agency that. It, it, well, it's not purportedly, it's, it's supposed to be like local domestic crime. That's ridiculous. Yes. they are selecting who who our president is going to be, and it looks like they're 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 into it up to their waist again for 2024. Yep. It, be, it, I mean, we still don't have the Durham report for God's sakes. You know, where is the Durham report on this entire you know Russia thing? It, it, th- that report should have come out before the 2020 election, and it didn't. But enough of it was, you know, enough of it came out to show us what direction John Durham's going. But all of this stuff is being slow walked to the point that we're going to reelect Biden, perhaps, without knowing the real facts behind how deep his um, his peddling of influence was uh, to foreign governments. It, it certainly happened. The, the only question is, how much did he get paid and by exactly whom? And the other big question that Jordan, uh, Jim Jordan is trying to, to delve into is who, which officials specifically by name at the FBI told Elvis Chan, FBI agent out there in San Francisco, to go have weekly meetings with Facebook and Twitter and Google and Apple and all of these to tamp down our First Amendment rights on those platforms. Well, let's let's talk about mm-hmm. what they were asking him to do. They were they were suggesting uh, content that would that the government didn't agree with, and they would use they would say, "Well, this is uh, false or misleading." Uh, our opinion is, and uh, so Facebook and YouTube, and including Google, on the laptop, including on the because laptop, because the yep. new the New York Post story on the laptop was taken off Twitter. Pulled. Right, exactly. So, and this is based on Justice Department involvement in those private industries. So those industries aren't so private. This is what we talked about Rob Muse about. No, with, they're not private. And, and this is like, um, this to me is the most dangerous threat to our democracy, to use the stupid terms. That on this show, I said it was the biggest yeah. story for this year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be right. I think you're going to be right. Yeah. The, the fact that the U.S. government is meddling in what local free speech or uh, private free speech platforms are disseminating or permitting us, the citizens of the United States, to uh, disseminate. To steer our opinion. To steer our opinions. And it's happening now with artificial intelligence. So they've got people programming responses that Surrey's going to give or that AI Mm -hmm. systems are going to give. Right. And it's loaded with CRT. It's loaded with the the proper doctrinal bullshit. Oh, if nothing else, it's loaded with regional. You only get fed where you are. So if you, yeah. you you look up something about Jim Jordan, for example, it's going to feed you something that's very Ohio-centric because your IP is Ohio yeah. versus doing it in Idaho, and it'll show up something differently. Which is which is amazing. We've done this here on the show before, at least on Lawyer Talk, where we have uh, Google searched something on um, Google, on Yahoo, 
on DuckDuckGo, mm -hmm. and I've done it also in my own life with my VPN on or off. Yep. And the results are all different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's yes. all different. So you can't just, and, and look, even reading Wikipedia now, I don't trust it. Uh, you, you read stuff. I think, I'd like to think I could trust like medieval history. Let me tell you a little story yeah. about Wikipedia. Okay. I'm not a brain surgeon, am I? No, I'm not. I'm not an, I'm not a brain surgeon. As an experiment, now this goes back 20 years. They have taken precautions since. But 20 years ago, I edited the Wikipedia article on brain surgery <laughs> just to see if I could do it. This is classic Norm. Yeah. Anybody doesn't know Norm personally, now you do. Just, I, I wanted, what, what did you do to F it up? What? This, and the reason I did it, it was an object lesson for my sons. Oh my, my sons were using Wikipedia to do their homework, right? And I said, you guys are little Murdoch morons, and I'm going to show you why. And they said, they said, Dad, Wikipedia, that it's so smart. It's like cha-cha. You just ask cha-cha a question, and cha-cha <laughs> gives you an answer. It's a truth machine, and that's what this chat GPC or whatever it is, that's what people are looking at that as. It's a truth machine. You ask it a question like Snopes or, or Google or whatever, and it gives you back the truth. Yeah. And I said, boys, it does. It's crap. It's all it. It's gigo. Garbage in, garbage out. And I'm going to put some garbage into the Wikipedia article on brain surgery. Watch me. And I did it, and it posted, and it was just complete crap. I mean, I you think made I, it up. Oh yeah, I think I said if 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 the color uh, green is observed in the tissue, it means that the patient, you know, needs to blow his nose. You know, yeah, it, right. I mean, I, I put in like one sentence of complete drivel, right? And my sons, my sons looked at that and they said, "Well, then I guess." That's really terrible what you did because there's some kid in well, Idaho, Dad, writing an article on brain surgery. And he's got it wrong. And he's got it wrong. Because he didn't want to do the work. And, and I said, well, work. yeah, right. he deserves to get an F if he uses right. my sentence. It, right. It's like, you know, which is all this is about. But it, but you said something in there that I have had to, it's not been a struggle. It was like turning a light switch on. I have let go of the notion of saying or the, or the thought of saying there's no way they could be doing that. Because they are. I know. They are. I know. You know, it's like the, the duck, duck, go. I, that's yeah. like I used to do this with uh, with our, uh, one of my co-hosts here at Lawyer Talk. He's like, no, there's no way. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a way. Oh, yeah, there's watch a this. way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, watch this. And, and there's a way, and it's actually happening. And, um, and, and, and if you think you can trust these platforms, you cannot. There's no substitute for the most important gift that God gave us, critical thought. Yeah, and I and I think it also free will. I guess. Yeah, That's right. I think it also uh, depends on when you started. Let's say you're at the very beginning for Facebook. At the beginning of Facebook, it was an open forum. It was you know nobody oh, was yeah. controlling anything. Yeah. And I think we have that nostalgia that if you were there at the time, it's right. like oh come on. When I started using Facebook, it was never that way. Or when Reddit started, I was or Twitter. But those beasts change well, over it time. Is so, it is so abhorrent to us to think that somebody out there is controlling this in this kind of way that that we that we almost don't even want to go there I, right, right. So we don't. don't want to accept it and well, i've been in that situation i'm no. like there is no way well, what they're jack, lying to us but yeah, when we got to yeah. covid i knew there was no way they were not lying well what jack like, what jack me sideways is our house had a full set of encyclopedia britannicas full mm -hmm. set of world book 
a, a complete set of the greatest books of all time. I forget who published that. I but, remember, I remember but it was everybody sets, yeah. from like with, Esch- the, with the golden pages. Yes, it was like everybody from Aeschylus and uh, you know uh, Plato on, on up to Melville, like all the great books, Shakespeare, everything. And I told my boys, look, if you want to research the beginnings of World War II, go read William Shire's The Rise and Fall of, of, of the Third Reich or, or go into Britannica. Read the original seminal sources for brain surgery or whatever the hell you want. Or, you know, Why would you go to Wikipedia where any old idiot like your father could just on the kitchen table edit an article and then well, I mean that's ridiculous. We were told as kids, as as a as a grade schooler, I was told you don't go to cycle Encyclopedia Britannica for the answers. You go look it up on your own. You go go to your you go mm. you go to the maybe not even primary resources if there was such a thing when you're in grade school. But yeah. you go to like the real books and look it up. Don't just go to the encyclopedia and copy that. And well, Britannica, if 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 you don't know, but I, I mean, because I don't know if you had a set, but Collier's it, and but Britannica, if, and but Britannica other. in particular would have authored articles by experts in the field, so that when you looked up the subject, like. I don't know, like uh, like the Triceratops dinosaur. Right. It would be bought. The article would be signed by a professor, Correct. like at the Carnegie they Institute. Still, they, mm-hmm. they, but we were still taught. Like it wasn't don't a, just rely on that. We were taught. No, no, I'm not, not. Not because it wasn't accurate. We were well, taught Steve, that way because we they were teaching us how to think critically. Okay, you're. So Wikipedia is called Pedia, right? Because it's a it's an it's like a encyclopedia okay. online that changes. Thank you. So. I, all I'm saying is, right. I'm not saying I'm not saying this is the end of your research. I'm saying if you're going to rely on an encyclopedia, at least pick one. Right, pick one that's mm-hmm. written right. by no, experts. We're agreeing. Yeah. We're agreeing. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, sure. when, uh, what I'm talking about is like a different, uh, a level different. Yes, you are. In our education, in our era, we were taught not even just to rely on encyclopedias. Of we were course. taught to go explore everything. Now kids are taught the opposite. Go to Wikipedia and it's the truth. And they're changing it every day. The dictionary is online and they're changing the definitions on us. It's like, mm. this is lunacy. That we are experiencing uh, a brave new world. Everybody should go read that again. Well, or Fahrenheit right. 51, 451, go right. read it again. Because this is what's going on. Right. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you know, and there are many websites like that. So like that mentioned Snopes. Snopes presents itself as a truth forum. Right, the so, Ministry of Truth. Yeah, so it's bullshit. It's it, yeah. <laughs> Anybody who proclaims that they're telling the truth exactly. is probably not exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, right. true, true. Um, yeah, little railroad wreck uh, up at um, in East Palestine, Ohio, which is on the Pennsylvania border. Um, six rail cars full of this uh, polyvinyl something, basically a chemical that was used during World War One. In trench warfare, it's very deadly, um, and uh, there was an intentional release by the emergency officials because it some of the cars that had not already caught fire were glimmering. That's the technical term they use. Glimmering meaning like about to combust, and so rather than allowing those to burst, they decided to do an intentional release, and I guess the the danger zone was 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 gigantic and something like 500 citizens who were being ordered to evacuate decided that they were not going to do so um and our governor uh, you know he grabbed his covid 
emergency power package and ordered these people uh, to be bodily removed from their homes. Think about that. And I don't, I, I don't, you know, again, in Ohio, we have the right to commit suicide, assisted suicide. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can decide to do. I think even in Florida, if you want to stand on the beach during a hurricane, the sheriff cannot make you actually leave. Like you're allowed to end your life, <laughs> you know, if you want and stand there in the, in the surf swell and be overcome by the waves. But I think attendant to that is nobody in the EMT or in the emergency response, the first responders should be expected to go in and save your ass. I, you know, that's where my mind just went when you said that. I think, okay, so we're going to bodily remove all these folks. Let's just bring paper along and say, you sign here, 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 and here. Yeah. Number one, we're not going to come and help your ass. Right. Number two, you're not going to sue the state of Ohio because we told you what's going to happen. Three, we're going to th- take anybody who's a minor because it, they are the ward of the state. Yes, they, so they we, literally we, are. Yes. We, we will take your children. Yes. and to a safe to a shelter. Right, you don't get to make that decision. Right, that that yeah. And, and number three, you're not going to come back and sue anybody. No. anybody because you kept your ass here. And we're if they sign coming, that, if they sign those waivers, bye bye. You can not, stay there and commit suicide. We're not. We're not perfectly coming, fine. And we're not coming to save you. Exactly. EMT is not coming in to get your ass out of here. We're not going to risk you the saw, lives exactly. of local yeah. firemen. You get one shot at it. Come along with us. Not sign paperwork. Done. We're done. We're done. Agree. Now the problem is there's this notion. I, I, I sort of am envisioning what the world is saying about this, and it's like, oh my gosh, those people are so stupid. They, you know, they need, the government should be able to get them out of there. It's like. We've shifted this idea of individual choice and freedom to now DeWine knows best. And you know what? Maybe he was right here. Maybe he was wrong. But I try to assess this from the lever of power that's being employed. Well, I would have left. I'll tell you that. I would have left. Sure. I would have left. sure, yeah. You're going to blow up everything? I'm leaving. Um, Bye-bye. But a farmer Jones, who's 95 years old, been there through World War One and World War Two and every the Depression and everything else and the Sputnik flew over and the Chinese balloon. And he wants to... (laughs) It's he this, wants to stay on his it's farm. It's the same as COVID, right? Because I didn't want to shut down my business. Yeah. I didn't want to wear. I I could care. Like I was yeah. thinking to myself, look, I know this playbook. I know what this is. Yeah. When's the last time that we've had this like super powerful virus that that's going to kill the entire mm-hmm. population oh, unless, on, if I right. stay in my basement? And then I got to thinking, well, if it is that. Staying in my basement and hiding with a mask on ain't going to save me. It's just, it might buy me a couple more days. Yeah. But, it, it, you yeah. know, it's like maybe there's an old guy that thinks that way and he's free to think that way. But yeah. the, the bigger problem for me is the lever of power that DeWine has now become comfortable exercising. Absolutely. And not just DeWine. All our leaders all of them. have become right. comfortable exercising right. because, damn it, we know best for you. Exactly. We know best for you. And this is where I always, my, my everybody's heard me say, it's like I'm still waiting on my call from Mr. DeWine so he can get to know me. Right. So, yeah. So he knows my life and what I deal with every day and what what stresses me out and what doesn't. Because if he knows best for me, he needs to know those things. So yeah. you know, on irony corner here, or this is gorgeous because I'm I'm totally against this thing that Dewine stuck in his state of the state and in the budget proposal. He wants to connect all Ohio cities with passenger rail service. Oh, here we okay? go again with this nonsense. Pass the crack pipe. Okay. Ohio had a high-speed rail commission look into connecting the three C's. Remember that was going right. on? Right. You know, back and in they the 90s. De- they determined they determined and a lot of Republicans were behind it was going to be a public private, you know, partnership. It was going to be a private 
money-making boondoggle Boondog- for everybody who was gobbling up land. Where and they were nobody would ride it. Right. Nobody, except on, on Brown's Bengal game day, uh, people would ride it for that. Other than that, sure. nobody would, because you could drink while you're on the train, right? Other than that, nobody was going to use this damn thing. And even Republicans that were behind it, they, they were going to buy French maglev trains. They, they were Japanese trains. They had all this technology figured out. Well, the Dallas to Fort Worth uh, high-speed rail project, that plug got pulled. The one that Gavin Newsom has out into the middle of nowhere, California, is a complete white elephant. It is like four times over budget, over the original estimate. So all it's all crap. But I think what's beautiful about this, uh, gosh, do I call the East Palestine residents Palestinians? But 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 what's beautiful about this entire thing with the East Palestinians is that it that accident shows also what happens on those rails. They, those rails will be used for commerce in addition to passengers. And in fact, the commerce use may be the real hidden agenda there uh, to replace trucking with rail and to move things like this polyvinyl, whatever it is that blew up. Can you imagine if we had all Ohio cities connected and you had passengers out there in pretty good numbers on the same rails with these chemicals? Well, so I have I think, to ask, Norman, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. It's like, look. Everything old it, is new again. It, so, like, If, if it, it makes financial sense, if it really is better. Somebody would do somebody it. Would do it. Right. Right. Northern, somebody would Northern, do it. Right. Northern Southern would do it. Northern Southern would do it. Somebody would do it. We right, built exactly. this country on the railways until we didn't need them, until we all of a sudden, oh, we got these things called cars and airplanes. Guess what? They're a lot more efficient. You can stop wherever you want. Right, right. Well, mm-hmm. everything old is, like, new again. So uh, I think I've mentioned on previous shows Ohio was a leader in the electric electric vehicle business 120 years ago. <laughs> okay, the, there were more electric vehicle manufacturers in the United States than there were gasoline manufacturers. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That's so, uh, I mean, I think very in, interesting. In Cleveland alone, there were something like 20 different electric vehicle manufacturers 100 years ago. Okay, and uh, there was no Tesla rebate. Or, or credit on your tax return or anything. It was, as you said, Steve, it was driven by market forces. People put their money on that pony or people put their money on, on Henry Ford's gasoline uh, pony. And, and, you know, the market determined which one succeeded. Right. So I wonder if, I mean, if DeWine wants to explore choo-choo trains, uh, which you know, were pr- prolific all over Ohio, you know, 100, 150 years ago. But so were canals. So maybe, I mean, if you want the most uh, green-friendly... No, nah, because you, you need mules, and they're going to shit on the side of the canals. <laughs> but that is natural, man. No, I mean, it's you not. Could, That's oh, causing but if, methane But if something to... spills in the canal, then you got all the fish that are dead, and right. turtles are gone, <laughs> you know, and, you can't do and that. all the... Yeah, it's so, like, you know, there's always a downside maybe, to every upside. Maybe use sails. No, maybe, maybe, maybe transfer everybody to a single urban high rise for us to live on the energy that they supply. And a rabbit warren. And, yes, yeah, sir. And, That's uh, a hell of an idea. That's yeah. a hell of an idea. That's exactly what they're trying <laughs> to do. Okay, Winston. Okay, Winston. That's, that's exactly what they're trying. So uh, this, this look, this is a lot like the uh, State of the Onion. And I, I, know we're t- I know we're Ohio, but it's a similar idea that 
that these officials know best and can control the private market. Oh. Where Biden is saying, we're going to get rid of junk fees. And, you know, it's like I hear this and it just makes me cringe. Like, all right, so we're going to we're gonna have the federal government cracking down on private hotel chains saying you can't charge a certain fee for a, a product. As, as if, or concert tickets. Or concert tickets. I mean, they're all wrapped up in, I wrote a blog about that. They're all wrapped up mm-hmm. in, what, what's her name? The the pretty little thing that's like, like the, the, the big star, you know, oh, um, women yeah. were all freaked out because they had to pay $15 for on top of their ticket price or they couldn't get tickets because bulk purchasers got in front of them, whatever her name is. God, I, I, I she, yeah. she won the, I know whatever, you mean. the yeah. voice competition or whatever. Carrie Underwood. Or, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the yeah, other one. The other one. Yeah. Carrie, uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah. Well, the, the problem with this is. It's a credit to us that we don't know her yeah, name. Yeah, it is. The problem with this is that. Or it's on it's the tip like, of our tongues, yeah. You know, as soon as you do that, then there's going to be a, the, the cost is going to go up for everybody. Taylor so, Swift. Taylor yeah, Swift, there, there you yes, go. for God's sake. I would sake. much rather, and I did this, right? So yeah. I, I, there was a, con, uh, Springsteen was coming through and, you know, in high school, he was sort of our guy that we listened to. And, right. and then he, and as soon as he's gotten political here, I, I've, I've sort of turned off and yeah. fine, fair enough. Right. But, you know, all of a sudden his concert tickets were on the public market, um, sort of like eBay, you know, who's going to pay the most. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, it would cost thousands of dollars to get tickets and, you know, everybody's complaining about him. It's like. Well, look, I, I, I see a little bit of a hypocrisy because he's on this platform like I'm for the common guy and we're going to engineer this so everybody can afford it. Yeah, he's full of crap. On the other hand, yeah. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm like, look, I hats off, man. If somebody, right. if it's going to cost $2,000 to get a ticket and I'm you not can cool. get it. I'm not cool. Go on. do it. I'm, I'm like, not cool. It, it priced me out, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and, and the last thing in the world we want is the federal government saying, you can't do that. Charge a million dollars a ticket. Because then I, yeah, I don't we're care. not going to have any performers. Well, and it's funny that they're doing this to the airlines where they're supporting them in the back end to keep them alive. Right. But yeah, now yeah, they're yeah. on the front end saying, no, you can't charge this well, and look, this and this, but we'll supply the money in the back end to keep you alive. Well, to Steve's point, look at the bifurcation between what Chuck Schumer's controlled Senate is hearing this past week and what the Republican-controlled House is hearing this past week. In the Senate, they're hearing things about, you know, the Taylor Swift tickets and Southwest Airlines and all of these competitive industries where there's either, you know, uh, a monopoly or there's some other kind of problem that the marketplace can solve. Right. I mean, if an arena wants to give the ticket sale rights to another company besides Ticketmaster, they can. They can do they that. They can do that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's painful, a, but it can be done. It can be done. There's other yes. platforms that sell tickets right. besides Ticketmaster. And, and, at the heart and there's of all other this, airlines besides yes, Southwest. At the heart of all this is the government regulating it underneath, causing yeah. problems right. that now have to be dealt with financially in the cost to consumers. But, dude, and, in the Senate, right, they're not talking about the war in Ukraine. They're not talking about the Chinese espionage. Well, of course. The, bar, the balloon that's flying over our country. They're not talking, well, espionage. They're not talking about uh, inflation. They're not talking about any of the serious, you know, they're not talking about. They're not talking about why it costs more to fly on an airplane right now. Well, they're not talking they're not about. saying the, these people all of a sudden got greedy. They're not talking about the FBI suppressing our rights. Or any of these other big issues that the House is talking about. The Senate is doing all the eye candy junk. Yeah. The house is political junk. Right? The house well, is doing the heavy lifting. Right, it's it's kind of those raw raw moments. Like, okay, when's the last time that we had something out there that everybody can agree on? Everybody agrees we pay too much on, yeah. you know, the the the, 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 the surtax exactly. on this this and that. Let's do a raw raw moment. Exactly. Big first quarter, 
This is the junk fee thing. It's a rah rah moment. Everybody get behind let's, this. Let's bring it's, in. It's, it's, it's low hanging fruit for it's them. It's low sure. hanging, exactly. and, but there, are, there, there are repercussions that nobody gets that if they can't charge this stuff, you're going to pay for it somewhere else. Somewhere else, right. So you're this is going, at least it's basic economics. At least it's somewhat of an elective surcharge. Some of it's stuff you don't, if you don't want to carry three bags on, you don't get charged for three bags. You, three you bring your bag to right. one. Yeah. Right. Some of it you can't control. At I guess at least those who are using that portion of the service would have to pay for it. It's sort of like car right. insurance. Like people are like, oh, it costs so. Much. It's like, look, if you suck as drivers, right. then you should pay more. Well, this yeah. is the junk section. Like, remember the old Newsweek magazine when it was worth buying or time. This is like the culture stuff that I want to say a certain segment of our population flip right to that. When the news section, the part that the, a good citizen should be reading, instead of the instead of the junk articles, you know, read read the stuff that really matters to the country. So before the staple, yeah, middle. before the staple, <laughs> honest to God, right. you know, before you before you start reading about that, you know, Ben looked at Jennifer at the Grammys with like a hairy eyeball, and ooh, is their marriage really solid? And oh, isn't that a really big important story? Well, yeah, if you got a dress on, I guess yeah, it is. Right. I'm sorry, I'm an old guy here. I don't give a crap if if that offends somebody. But, like, that's not important to this country. The FBI choosing who our new next president is. Either way. That's kind like of important. Anybody should be offended by this or at least scared to death by this. Exactly. No, no, right. As long as it's their candidate, they don't care. Right. Don't care. Well, yeah, true. True. That's uh, true. The yeah. state controlling board handed out millions of dollars to three different uh, wrongly imprisoned men this past week. Yeah. Uh, so local that, lawyer Joe Landusky uh, was involved in one of those cases. But and, the, uh, the Gehanna case, yeah. probably two point one yeah. uh, million for him. Um, oh, excuse me, one point three million for Ralph Smith of Gehanna, yep. who spent twenty one years in prison uh, for a home invasion that the police or the prosecutors now say maybe didn't happen. Yeah, there there was no footprint evidence, and even though it was a snowy day, I mean, there, this is this and, and this. Wow, twenty one years. I should of remind life. everybody though, this happened in an era where we've been alive, right? So yeah. this happened in my era of practicing criminal defense. Yeah, and anybody, Tw- and back then you would have been called a crazy guy or whatever. two decades ago. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, that doesn't happen anymore. They say, well, look, this this happens. False convictions happened, and it and it usually happens because of big police or prosecutorial ego. Yeah. You know, twenty one years, man. And he got one one point three million, and it's a home invasion. I mean, I don't know hmm. what that means, but he didn't murder anybody, didn't rape anybody. It's a home invasion. So I guess what's that mean? He broke in the yeah, front door, he invaded and somebody's home. Yeah, ran around their kitchen. It's a burglary, and it did with with criminal intent. So. Twenty one years for that. There's guys well, getting there, out there on rape been, and murder. There might have been a murder that went with it. I don't know. Okay, mm. oh. okay. Well, uh, our guy down in hard guy. He's not my guy. I mean, I, so I don't know if, so there's a difference between not proven and not guilty. So I don't want to say they're innocent. I'm just going to say they were wrongfully imprisoned. Okay. And so this guy down in Fairborn, Roger Gillespie, he got 2.3 million, but he spent 20 years in the clinker. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like a big number, really not that big a number. Um, one eighth of a million. So what would that be? 182, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. one, let's see. An eighth of a million is uh, a one two five, uh, one hundred twenty five thousand yeah, dollars, approximately. To uh, Roger Foster or uh, uh, Kurt Foster, Foster of Medina, 
who was uh, improperly imprisoned for a 2019 rape. So, um, okay, he must not have been in prison more than maybe three years. Yeah. But the other guys, 21 and 20 years. That's a long time. Well, yeah. If crazy. they're innocent, if they're innocent. Well, if they're not innocent. But they're wrongly, they were determined to be wrongly imprisoned. They were, they were wrongfully Regardless. convicted. So, yes. you know, we don't say, I, the, we the jury find somebody innocent. That's we find right. them not guilty. Not guilty. And then, but what they're really saying is the prosecutor's not proven it. Yes. And, you know, this is where my, my people think, well, you're a conservative. You should be law and order. Well, I am, right? I, I'm all about the system working when it should. And it never works perfectly. It's always imperfect in some way. I would much rather have it imperfect that these guys never went to prison uh, than perfect that everybody else do, everybody else who should. You know, in other words, we would much rather see an innocent man go free, uh, or what, what's the? <laughs> I can't even say it now. We'd much rather see an, an, a guilty guy go free than an innocent man wrongfully convicted. And the reason is because once you start leveraging uh, that power against people because you know you're right and you let go the burdens of proof, you let go the protections. Now we have a government that's run amok, and this is um, well. Look back to Dewine up in the in the trains. There was a news reporter up there who was trying to do a newscast at the same time Biden was trying to do his uh, um, give a speech or something, and he was charged. So they charged the newscaster with uh, disorderly conduct. Or oh, you mean like Dewine? That. Dewine was doing the speech. Yeah, did I say Dewine? Yeah, you said Biden. Oh, forget. Yeah, no, that's okay. Dewine. No, no, yeah, yeah, I meant Dewine. Yeah. Um, so you know we've got our newscasters who had to kowtow. Uh, now at the expense of their own uh, criminal culpability to what our government officials are doing. And it's, you know, it just is uh, because Biden's or DeWine is just that important. He well, says. they have the yeah. same dictatorial tendencies. Well, I think and yeah. it's, it's not very just, disturbing, actually, that this rhino governor of ours it behaves like a Democrat uh, autocrat. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, he knows best. Right? He's he's horrible on that mm-hmm. count. Yeah, you know? I, 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 and. and Next in next episode, we'll go deeper into that reporter because it, it stinks, and it's not a Dwine thing; it's the reporter himself. Something's weird about this whole scenario because I, I watched a ton of videos about this guy oh, really? okay. and other news nation, you know, belly belly button scope kind of stuff, and they're all just salivating, going, "God, I wish we were you. I wish I was in prison for four hours." This uh, you're so. It was just oh, glorified, martyred. martyred. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. top of that, sure. when he when he's he's told by a black state trooper mm-hmm. to shut up, mm-hmm. he was one of the last ones to shut up to get the get it get get moving. So because everybody else is saying, "Yeah, we watched this happen. We were done with our report." When he's getting pulled down on the ground, he's talking about, "Yep, this is what happens to black reporters." Oh, is, is he trying to make? A oh, yeah. It? There's a whole big layer right, about this. Get into it then, because I yeah. still corrected. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on here, and I did a little bit digger. We'll, we'll go next time. We'll, we'll talk about this next time because he's talking about black reporters being arrested, and I found a couple other stories going. Yeah, so that's yeah. There, there's something weird going on with this story, Let's and, and I'm and I'm a big First Amendment guy. I think everybody should be allowed to say what they need to say and report, do what they need to do. But this really, really stinks. Well, good. Of something. Yeah, I, I, it just I feel, does. I feel like uh, I should have started where you just started. So I, I stand corrected. We need to dig into this and figure we'll do, out. We'll I do next time. To, this is where I always would say it. I would want to know more here. Let's there, it's, out. it's just yeah. watching the video stuff. It's just I know why, but maybe just looking at it with a different eye now. But it's just like, yeah, so he, especially he, when he makes the comment about black guy and he's, he, yeah, and he's, and he's gay yeah. as well. And that came out that all of a sudden they're defending him. The, the head of the Ohio Democratic Party came out and defended him. 
Interesting. Yeah, Liz Walters came out and said, "This is bad. This is bad. This shouldn't be happening." And let's get, take okay, this, this is this it's, is this is like Jesse Smollett. And it may it may take a week for it to just kind of dust settle and see what comes out of this thing. Well, it's it's the perfect collision, you know, between you know a, an, an immovable object, right, and in a in a gigantic you know sledgehammer. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got this dictatorial in terms of his instincts, this control freak governor. And then you've got somebody with a chip on mm-hmm. their shoulder that is just as hard headed and going to yeah. make a point and going to make a point. Yeah. Out. It's so weird. I would say, you know, put them in, you know, uh, a, a Thunderdome cage and let them go at it, man. Well, this is like the Have if, fun if guys he orchestrated. You're it, both it's, asses. It's like he's baiting, he's baiting the, yeah. the yeah. DeWine government mm-hmm. to, uh, to arrest him. And then he gets arrested. Now right. he's playing the martyr game. Yeah. So yeah. I got it. Yeah. 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 Maybe, more, maybe, more maybe there may be some different views. Let's of this. explore a little yeah. bit. Sure. Yeah. So, all right, Norm, a couple yeah. nuggets and we got to roll. Um, Matt Dillon, uh, or Matt Dolan, rather, Matt Dillon's the uh, gunslinger out there in uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> out, Gunsmoke. Out Gunsmoke, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, no, Matt Dolan, who is an Ohio senator, is running for the U.S. Senate seat of Sherrod Brown, uh, was just endorsed by 12 Republican mayors. A little bit of news there. In the Householder uh, Borges trial down in Cincinnati, uh, FBI agent uh, Blaine Wetzel uh, on the uh, on the witness stand has um, testified uh, this week that fifteen thousand dollars was paid to an FBI informant by the name of Tyler Fearman, uh, who pretended to be a anti repeal guy for House Bill Six, and uh, uh, the money was paid by allegedly by uh, Matt Borges, uh, to who was a a, uh, a lobbyist uh, for the power company, um, and at one time the head of the Republican Party in Ohio, uh, he was alleged to have paid this uh, stoolie uh, fifteen thousand bucks to uh, go in and undermine the repeal movement while acting as if he was part of the repeal movement. So a little bit of spy versus spy there. And uh, so they believe, I guess the feds believe that helps their case. Um, finally, uh, in Geauga County, uh, Cardinal uh, local school district, the superintendent up there in an amazing uh, pro-parent uh, kind of decision, um, uh, brought to a halt a senior play which featured overt sexual situations and vulgarity, and at his public school said, this is unacceptable, it is not child-friendly, this uh, crosses the line between, you know, uh, between good taste and between um, proper content for uh, for minors, and uh, brought to a close the practice and production of this senior play. And, of course, the Hollywood guy out there on the West Coast who wrote that particular play, you know, it, he, he's trying to make an issue of it. But I, it looks like, except for the parents of the students in the play, most of the other parents are like, thank God this guy pulled the plug. What play was that? I saw that, and I can't remember what the heck it was. I now. don't know the name it, of it. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, not that it matters here or there, but it's, I was kind of surprised 
that it got as far as it did. Well, they're gonna <laughs> he he's gonna have them choose another play. And then um, in the State of the Onion, as Steve likes to call the Biden uh, State of the Union speech, uh, they he, Biden mentioned, of course, the Intel Project out in Licking County as some kind of great, huge, wonderful thing. And, of course, those of us who live out there have mixed opinions on that particular subject. So that hit a little close to home. What The Biden thing, what he likes to say about the Intel Project is that Intel is being cited in this huge area of empty acreage. Of course, there are hundreds of people that lived in that <laughs> empty acreage. for all the farmers acreage. and all the people that went well, out there to be isolated yeah, exactly. and have the rural community. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like empty to yeah. those people. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. Well, but, and who fed him that line of shit? Well, who knows? I mean, you think about it. He believes it. He, yeah, he believes it, well, but he, who fed it to him? Too at the same well, time. Right. Yeah. I, think, I think he You're, truly believes that that yeah. that that those people oh, out sure. there don't count like he does. No, no, I, and I agree with that. He I totally better. agree with that. Yeah, but but there, there's somebody there's feet up, boots on the ground that believe it too. Yeah, you would think that uh, somebody's giving him those talking points. Yeah. Like somehow that he's going to score points with it. Well, it just shows how out of touch he is. Exactly. Well, this is exactly. a, a bipartisan thing. The Licking County Republican Party has a lot to answer for sure. yep. for this. Um, <laughs> well, this this is like when Dewine said. Um, and DeWine does, too. And Houston, the lieutenant governor. When, when DeWine gave us his COVID speech the second time, he's going to shut us down. He's like, we've got the tools to do this. We've done it before. And I remember thinking, go F yourself yeah. up the backside, you mother. Because It's yes. like you did nothing. Mother you, monkey. You've That's done what, nothing. Yes. You've done nothing other than collect your freaking paycheck and right. somehow become a millionaire on the public dole. I don't know I, for sure, the, but I guess that's true. Here is my main bitch about the Intel thing in, in one sentence. If I want to open a lawnmower repair shop in Licking County, I have to publish in a in a paper or, or some kind of media vehicle under the law. I have to publish that for the consumption of the local community. I have to mail letters to every contiguous property owner. I have to go through a rezoning public hearing with my local government, township, or city, or village, and I have to pay a fee. None of those things happened for Intel. There was no opportunity for this 100-megaton bomb that's landing in Licking County. The citizens out there did not get any pre-Intel project opportunity to participate in choosing or commenting or having a, a crybaby session, if that's what you want to call it. But they didn't get any opportunity to vet this project ahead of time. And what's more is the local officials are alleged, and some have admitted it, so I think it goes beyond allegation, signed NDA agreements with the developers to hide this from the public so that there was no advance notice that this project was going to happen. It is an outrage that the public was denied transparency, and this will linger over the Intel project from now until eternity, that it was put there against the notice and against the will of many of the citizens, and were and they had no opportunity to express their opinion in a public forum ahead of time. And that is crazy. That is that is not 
I'm telling you, Republican politicians, that is not why we elected you. And the Democrat politicians, you don't need to be rah-rah on Joe Biden on this. Both parties, Republican and Democrat, bear an equal responsibility for this. End yeah. of end of end of tantrum. Yeah, and if nothing else, let's take a look at how we can learn from this. I mean, it, 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 the cow's out of the barn on this one. It's done. But it's the you're right. The NDA agreements, the the backdoor stuff, and I I get why it was because Intel needed to be on the. It's it's a Disney thing. It's a hush hush thing. We had to buy stuff, but. There's a lot of money moving around oh, on the back end. Oh, yeah. These NDAs and the, and the local government stuff. The money. Exactly. The always local. The money. We need to put some sunshine on this stuff, like not to let it happen again in the way it happened this because time. Because why? Why there? Right? Why there? Why? Well, because because is it true that DeWine? Is it true that it's just worthless land that's sitting out there that has no value to anybody? Or did somebody make a lot of money selling that quote worthless land to the developers? So so they could come in, bring right. in. Uh, so in his state of the state speech, one of the uh, sections of that speech, while he, DeWine was playing Santa Claus, and nobody can, by the way, can figure out where all the money's going to come. Looks more like an elf to me. <laughs> <laughs> so as Santa Claus is elf, uh, so. While, while he in the state of the state, he said, what we need to do in Ohio is we need to have a department of development that has a list of fertile greenfield 400-acre minimum sites that when somebody contacts us, like he's the real estate agent for Ohio, when somebody contacts us, we can immediately say, hey, right now we have these 13 400 acre plus sites all and over who the sides what a jackass it's like this i can't this is a whole but, show but the I, citizens I yeah the yeah citizens that's don't get any say so like the people who own the land do they get wow. a say so the people who live in the communities do they get a say so it's like who are these people exactly and then the eminent domain where does and that this, come into play this is where i come back oh from. wow this is where i come back to D- demetrius this is stanley the land that the government will steal this is where i come back to demetrius stanley where we started the show and his idea about brownfields and frankly you know, a lot of people feel this way about brownfields. You've got these post-industrial sites all over Columbus that are just like vacant areas, like along Fifth Avenue. They're just like acre after acre after. Yeah, gigantic. you can see it. Just huge, huge old, like what used to be warehouses. Like, put Amazon there. Put yeah. Google there. It's right by the highway. There's railroads. There's all the infrastructure. Well, there's railroads here. So, all right. Well, we got to wrap it up. Uh, That has been Common Sense Ohio, your premium dose of common sense coming at you right from Ohio. Uh, If you want to check us out online, Norm's got a blog. There's lots of stuff there at uh, commonsenseohioshow.com, including, but not limited to, as a lawyer would say, uh, all prior episodes of Common Sense Ohio. If you don't know how to subscribe to a podcast yet, well, you can just go there and click and follow the, the lead. Follow the leader, so to speak, and you will be subscribed before you know it. Um, if you want to become a sponsor, uh, that is coming. We've got uh, slots filling up on that already. So uh, you can look us up right there at commonsenseohioshow.com. Send us an email and we can get you, uh, we can start that discussion moving. Uh, so until next time, we are Common Sense Ohio coming at you right from the middle, at least until 